I always try to be respectful and always try to uh, uh, engage with them in a positive way. That's how I believe uh, democracy should function, and I didn't do that last night. Last night I lacked respect towards them, and I apologize for that. It is obviously an issue uh, that they uh, feel very, very take very seriously, and as I now understand, it involved uh, involved their child possibly. There you go. The Prime Minister uh, rightfully apologizing um, for pretty much being a smug and condescending um, jerk to a group of grassy narrow protesters who, you know, rightfully asked him, when are you going to get us the clean drinking water you promised? And for Trudeau, this is a problem because he wants to build his legacy on native reconciliation. So he's made all sorts of major promises, including those who live in this particular area, which is just, you know, it's just on the border of Ontario and Manitoba. This is an area where women, kids, elders, pregnant women are being forced to drink poisonous mercury-filled water. And this has been going on for decades. It's been a community in crisis for decades. You know, a pulp and paper factory dumped kilo, kilos and kilos and kilos of, of, of mercury. And now people are getting sick. The fish is all poisoned. And so Trudeau promised to fix this. And in 2017, then-Indigenous Minister Jane Philpott announced money for a treatment facility. And yet 500 days later, nothing, nothing has happened. And so a group of these grassy narrow protesters paid the 1500 bucks to get into this ritzy affair, and they wanted to get answers. And instead, they were mocked by Trudeau and laughed at by the wealthy crowd in attendance. It was gross. But I think if we can find a silver lining, people are now talking about it. And that is a good thing. Mark Calzavera joins us. He's in Ontario. Uh, he's with the Ontario Council of Canadians, and he was with the Grassy Narrows protesters. Good to have you here with us, Mark. Glad to be here. Thank you. What was your reaction? I mean, when you look at the footage, and I saw that footage, and I almost fell over when I saw, you know, the way that Mr. Trudeau um, spoke to this woman uh, when she she talked about her concerns. What was your reaction? Uh, I was surprised. Um, Justin Trudeau is, is uh, sort of well known in the activist community, certainly um, for for engaging uh, people that want to talk to him at events like this, uh, and you know, doing so in a very deft way, um, uh, listening to them for you know, a few seconds, uh, getting the gist of it, giving them a reply, and then moving on. He's he's um, one of the best at that kind of thing. Uh, so, you know, we we were prepared for that sort of an, an engagement from him. Uh, we expected that, especially given the, the gravity of the, the issue. I mean, we're talking about a thousand, like over a thousand people who are suffering from mercury poisoning. Um, the, the community has suffered for more than 50 years. This is something that cuts across every uh, government that there's been in Canada for the last 50 years and provincially as well. Um, so pretty much every party is uh, equally complicit in, mm-hmm. in ignoring the problem. Now, Mr. Trudeau, he, he, his government has promised to do something about it. 500 days ago, they said we will build a mercury treatment facility in Grassy Narrows, and it's just not happening very quickly. And, you know, there's a real concern that should the government change, um, the, that promises from the current government will not be honoured by the, the next government. When you were, you know, you also uh, were in the room, you protested, so you witnessed your, your colleague get kind of taken out of the room, but you're surrounded um, by some of the wealthiest people uh, 
in the country, I would say, at one of the most private clubs in downtown Toronto. And they were laughing, they were snickering, and they were clapping. Did you get the sense that they were uh, mocking uh, your group, or do you get the sense that they had any idea at all uh, of the severity of the problem? I, I'm confident that they had no idea um, about the severity of the problem. I mean, it, it was a, a fundraising rally. Um, it, it's not, it wasn't, the, you know, a serious, pensive sort of scenario where people would have been thinking and, and listening. Uh, you know, they had just stopped a whole bunch of cheering. You know, they have their, their star of the show is there, and then somebody's interrupted him and brought up a very serious issue. But I suspect that the majority of people there probably didn't even hear what was being said, um, certainly not until I started talking because I'm significantly louder than than my uh, uh, than my colleague. Um, so I don't think that they they knew what was going on. I, I, if those folks had had, you know, five minutes to sort of learn about what's going on at Grassy, how long these, the, the, the community has been suffering and why we were there, I, I'm uh, very, very certain that they would not have reacted that way. Well, one would hope. I mean, certainly if there's a silver lining, I think, to be found anywhere in this uh, is that people are finally talking about it. And for a protest that may have reached, you know, one or two people last night, it has gone viral and people across this country are, in fact, talking about it. So there is, I think, a teachable moment here. Absolutely. And and it is uh, it's so important right now, not just for for Grassy Narrows, but for the entire relationship between First Nations and uh, the rest of us, the settlers, um, you know, that that came along after um, the First Nations had already been here for tens of thousands of years. Like, we have treated them incredibly poorly, um, and we continue to do so. And making apologies to them uh, from the government for, for past, you know, for the, the residential schools and all the rest, that's important. Uh, but... Taking action is what is most important and guaranteeing the funding for this, the Mercury Treatment Centre, which is what this protest was about. Mm -hmm. That is the most important thing. Like like Mr. Trudeau, his government has to put the money for uh, the treatment facility into a a trust fund that nobody can touch except for that express purpose. Um, and, And that way, that way he'll have delivered on his promise. And, and that'll go a long way to making things right uh, with the, the folks at Grassy Narrows. He, he did apologize without reservation uh, pretty quickly this morning because the blowback was very fierce on mm-hmm. the images that were seen. Is that enough? Do you get the sense that that's okay and people will move on? I, I, you know, I, his apology was specific to how he, um, how he reacted in the moment. And I think it was it was a, a, a contrite and a legitimate apology, but that's not the issue. The issue is the people that are suffering from mercury poisoning, and are they going to get the care and and health uh, healthcare that they need? Because literally, there's over a thousand people that are suffering, um, and this can be anything from not being able to walk uh, or losing all of your uh, fine motor skills. Mm-hmm. So you know you can't feed yourself; you have trouble talking. Um, it, People die much earlier when they're suffering from uh, from mercury poisoning. It, it affects the development of your brain. Uh, it affects your vision. It's it's a truly truly um, horrific burden to have to bear. And the idea that that people have gone on for fifty years suffering yeah. like this is just it's absolutely unforgivable. So you know it, it's not Justin Trudeau's fault that this happened, but he is in a position to make it right. He understands what the problem is. 
and we're we're just going to keep putting the pressure on him to to do the right thing and and it's fully within his power well they they all they all have been able to do something but we seem to get yeah. more talk than we get action and it's, and it's fine to apologize but frankly this is a government that promised reconciliation went far and above anybody else in promising reconciliation and three years in like you say not a dime has moved and we're not hearing that clean drinking water is getting to these areas including grassy um uh, grassy narrow so i'm wondering are you is this community are they losing hope that this government is you know sincere in reconciliation I, I couldn't speak to that um, for this particular community. That they they have for the first time they have a government that is promising to give them a treatment center, yeah. um, and and they're going to hold their feet to the fire and make sure that that happens. But they did get uh, enough money from the federal government to to produce a report, a feasibility study, um, a plan. Um, but that now has to be put into action, and and that money has to be dedicated to to making that happen. At the provincial level, um, the previous uh, provincial government, the the Wynn government, they committed $85 million to um, rehabilitating the river itself, to to correcting the issues with the pollution. And they put that money into a trust so that no no, uh, subsequent government could take it back or could use it for something that it wasn't supposed to be used for. That's the way to do it. Like, there can be no turning back when you make this commitment because it is absolutely the right thing to do. And, you know, our, we have broken our word to the First Nations so many times since the day, you know, the first white person stepped on land in North America. Uh, we've been breaking our word. So, um, and it doesn't matter if you're white or not, uh, the, the First Nations have not gotten a fair shake out of this. And, you know, this particular um, uh, community needs to be taken care of. They need to be compensated for what's happened to them. They need the mercury cleaned up and they need uh, the treatment to, to be available in their community. Right now they have to go um, uh, as far away as Kenora yeah. um, to get even uh, the most basic treatment. And, it, and that's what, a hundred and something uh, kilometers. It's crazy. I mean, we do so much. You know, I go to my child's classroom and they, they pledge allegiance and, and honour the lands that we stand on. But uh, I'm getting tired of the symbolic stuff. I'd, I'd rather see action at this point. And I think a lot of, of other people would like to see action. Exactly. And, and you know, for the drinking water um, aspect, uh, Grassy North is under a, a, a drinking water advisory, not because of the mercury that was dumped there 50 years ago. They, it's, they have separate issues with their drinking water, uh, similar to the kinds of issues that are faced by over 100 um, First Nations across the country uh, with their drinking water systems. And, and uh, the Liberal government promised to to make that right, and I give them, you know, credit. They have been doing a, a, a reasonable job of of putting the money into it and making it happen. Um, these things don't always happen overnight, of course, but uh, you know, they, they've certainly moved more on it than any other government in uh, in recent history has. But there again, you know, it, it's a matter of of making sure that their commitment isn't. Uh, you know, uh, disposable yeah. uh, with a change of government because it it is a commitment between governments. It's something we have to realize. Like we are all signers of the treaties. All those treaties that were sold that were um, signed a hundred or two hundred years ago. You and I are signatories of those treaties. If we are Canadian citizens, we are signatories of those treaties. 
just as the First Nations people who are alive today, uh, they are signatories of those treaties. It is our responsibility to keep up our end. And if we make a negotiation, if we promise to give or to, to um, uh, rectify um, uh, things that we've done to these uh, First Nations in the past, um, and we decide, we tell them this is what we're going to do, we can't change our minds just because the government changes. Like, that's... Yeah, that, that's the problem. It keeps changing. Well, I, you know what? At least one thing, you got your money's worth. It was a very expensive ticket, but I think the investment um, paid off, and I assume that you'll just keep going with the protests at this point, correct? Absolutely. Um, and people could go to our, our website, and through our website, they can send a letter um, to uh, all levels of, of government here in uh, Ontario and provincial, uh, sorry, provincially and federally um, around the main, uh, the main asks uh, that Grassy Narrows has. So if it, it's Canadians.org on the right-hand side, you'll see the, the, uh, the Take Action button for Grassy Narrows. Um, I encourage you to do so, or call your, your mm-hmm. uh, MPP or your MP and say, hey, this is important to me. Let's make it right. It's been too long, and uh, we need to live up to our obligations. Yeah. Well, the good news is, as I said, we are talking about it, and I thank you very much for joining us. My pleasure. Thank you. That is Mark Calzavera joining us tonight here on Point on Global News Radio.